0: Hi, I'm Alan.
1: And I'm Alexis. And we are the parents of four kids under the age of six.
0: We know that parenting can be tough, but it's also the most important thing we have ever done.
1: Each week, we'll share stories from our family and discuss what we're learning as we parent in real life. And hopefully, we can learn something from each other along the way.
0: So join us once a week as we laugh about the highs and lows of parenting. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 16 of Parenting in Real Life. Today, we've got potty training. <laughs> but before we get into that, let's talk about parenting in real life.
1: Our real life parenting moment um, happened the other day. We were in the car, and Nathan, he sits in the very back of the car, and he says, Mom, my, my tummy hurts. And I'm like, oh, your tummy hurts? Do you feel like you're going to throw up? And he goes, yeah. And then he goes, oh, wait. It was just a burp. (laughs) (laughs) So as you can see, we've had the stomach flu in our house a few times over in this winter. And especially Nathan, he had a hard time getting over it. So we've had lots of vomiting in our house.
0: (laughs) My favorite meme of the stomach flu season this year was some lady posted the girl from the Hunger Games doing the little Hunger Games, you know, the Hunger Games sign they do. (laughs) And she said, said, whenever I see somebody spraying off their car seat in their driveway. I was like, oh yes. Throwing up in the car is the worst. It's
1: pretty much guaranteed that somebody else will get it. Usually one of us. Like, mm-hmm. if someone throws up in the car, one of us is going to get it.
0: We have four kids, but we have had more than our fair share of car throw-up experiences. Oh, so many. In, like, stomach flu, not we don't do like the car sickness, like, legit stomach flu. Everybody is gonna get sick.
1: I can think of four times right now, right off the top of my head, that, that someone's thrown up in the car.
0: That's not fair. <laughs> um, we did have some great comments from somebody in our community after episode 15 keeping your marriage strong when you have kids. Um, Brooklyn Tams said, Weekly date night is super important to me, I feel like it gives us dedicated time. To focus on each other, away from the craziness of raising a family. And we obviously agree. I think it couldn't be more true. It's so important to get out and have your own night. For us, getting out out is just... Like, I don't don't know how we could ever afford that. It's just so expensive to get... Just to pay the babysitter. Even if we went out and sat in the driveway. Like, just the babysitter is so expensive. But... Like we said, I don't think that that should stop you from having a dedicated time that's about you where mm-hmm. you're not on your phones or doing something else, even if you can't leave the house every week.
1: My sister was just telling me about um, a babysitting swap night group that she's in. That's so awesome. also another option, you can offer to watch someone's kids and they can go on a date and then you can switch and do another night. So that way you don't have to pay for babysitting.
0: So... To potty training. This came up because we are potty training our third right now, Nathan. Just a warning, if you're squeamish, this episode will contain some bathroom language, (laughs) like pee and poop, and because the article is written by somebody that's British, also we and all these awesome... amazing british equivalents of pee and poop
1: you have to read this article it's hilarious just i think because the way that she talks about it it's just different than we do and just the words are different than how we do in america so it's awesome
0: it's a fun read i don't read and i said that <laughs>
1: um it's a huffington post uk article called toddler led potty training by Lindsay stoner if you want to look that up and we'll put it in the, in the show notes, notes. yeah So she starts out her article talking about um, she was about to have baby number two, and so people were commenting like, oh, well, you should probably potty train your oldest then, and she was two and a half at the time, and they were kind of surprised that she hadn't been potty trained yet. For us, we usually haven't had to worry about potty training our older kid when another baby was due because they're usually too young to be potty (laughs) trained. So we're like, yeah, two kids in diapers, not a big deal. It's when the next kid comes, we will not do three kids in diapers. So then that older kid is still in diapers, time to be potty trained. Um, we have standards. Yeah. Two kids is enough. <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of different me- methods for potty training. There's three main ones that we're going to kind of um, briefly touch on just to kind of...
0: We've experienced them all.
1: We have experienced them all. Our first three kids have been potty trained, the three different methods, so... What works for one kid is not necessarily going to work for your other kids. Um, so we definitely know people who have done the uh, child-oriented approach, which usually starts about um, 18 months, and that's kind of when you're asking your kid, like, every 30 minutes to, if they need to go to the bathroom. And this is probably the longest process out there. Um, it can take anywhere from, we saw in an article, anywhere from 6 months to 18 months, that just seems like a long time to potty train for me. So we don't do that one. (laughs)
0: Because you're just gently asking with that. You're not, like, forcing them. You're not making them sit on the toilet. It's just, hey, do you want to try going? And so they don't, right? And then when they're ready, they'll go. But in the meantime, you are, quote, unquote, potty training for a long time. But you might argue that it's not as stressful because if they don't, it's fine. You're just giving them the option. The toilet's there. You're asking but you're not, like, trying to get it done this weekend or something.
1: Yeah, my only beef about this one is that you're asking all the time. So I feel like it'd be kind of stressful as a parent because you, you're watching that clock, like, all day, every day for, like, a year. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, okay, need to go? Okay, need to go? You know? Yeah. And so this one is definitely my least favorite, and I think it works for some people, but most people I know who've tried this one, it's not yeah. great.
0: We've tried variations of this. But we just can't keep up.
1: Yeah, it's too, too time-consuming, we eventually just let it too stressful. Fall. <laughs> we uh, typically potty train our kids about two and a half years old. Um, I find that, that they're a little bit more ready, um, and so it's more likely to work out. And so that does mean that they will be in diapers for a lot longer, and I know that's not ideal for some people, but that's just kind of how we roll with that. So in the article, Lindsay mostly just talks about how she does more of a let your child train herself type way, and I, I love this this. A paragraph that she says, I'm just going to read it because it has like these great British words in it.
0: <laughs> hmm.
1: She says, And then it happened one spring morning down the stairs. She came with her Peppa Pig Nick Knox on. Darcy never put a nappy back on again. From that moment, she used the toilet, not the potty. She was old enough to tell me when she wanted to go. She was old enough to sit on the toilet without having to lug a potty everywhere with us. Has never had an accident. I love that they call underwear <laughs> Nick Knox. <laughs> And diapers or nappies. I yep. have heard that one before. Yeah,
0: <laughs> This style of potty training kind of reminds me of my, what my mom always says. And I may have said this. But she says they'll get it by kindergarten. So whether it's like sleeping through the night or going to the bathroom in the toilet or throwing tin You know, like all of, the, all of those toddler things, by the time they go to kindergarten, they'll have those things figured out. You know? <laughs> and that might not be the most comforting thing to think about some days when your kid's too. Um, but it's true. I think when you're having those moments when you really do feel like, my kid is never going to get this, it's important to like step back, take a deep breath. Yes, they may be older than every, anybody you know that's not potty trained, but they're going to get it, right? Barring some developmental thing, they're going to get this before kindergarten. So it's going to be all right. <laughs>
1: So we wanted to kind of briefly go over how potty training has gone with each of our kids because we have done a couple of different things. Mm-hmm. So Cammy, um, our oldest, we started her at two and a half years old, which was during the summer, which was, I like to do it when it's a little bit warmer just because um, there are going to be times when they are going to be naked. So it just helps be a little bit warmer in the house. And um, So we tried the three-day method with her, which is basically... You introduce them to the potty, kind of have them be naked for most of those day or two or day or two, and then it's very, like, you pick a weekend, and it's very focused around potty training. And then hopefully after three or four days, they've got it. And that worked perfectly with Cammy. Um, She was totally ready. And I think she was potty trained in like two days. On the third day, I even ran an errand. I'm like, okay, I think she's good. We're going to try this. And so we went to the grocery store, and she didn't have an accident. And like she never has accidents anywhere. So this was perfect for her.
0: It also helps. So there's so much to this. If you go to pullups.com, they have a personality test which they don't directly align to these three methods but they give you kind of tips based on the personality of your kid. There's so much of this that's personality based and it also matters how much your kid has to go to the bathroom. Yeah. When that's we true. go on road trips, I have to go to the bathroom way before Cammy does. Like mm-hmm. she can just go and go and go and go and not need to go. <laughs> you know? <laughs> she can hold it for She a long can hold time. it forever. So, um yeah, it was never an issue that like she has to go in the middle of the store or something. She's never had that issue. Yeah.
1: So. Like she doesn't wake up in the middle of the night to have to go to the bathroom. Like, I think a lot of kids still have to do that, but and totally she likes to
0: learn, you know, when we give her something, she loves a challenge. She likes to do things. So that, that worked for her.
1: She kind of has a perfectionist personality. And I think that probably even goes back to when she was two, like she was going to get this mm-hmm. and she nailed it. She you know?
0: Did. Yeah. Two accidents. And she's like, Nope, never again. And mm-hmm. she didn't. Um, Chloe, on the other hand, when she was two and a half, we tried the three-day method, and it did not work. Mm-mm. And I don't... Chloe's really bright and likes to learn, too, but she likes to do it on her pace. So when we said, we're doing this, she said, mm <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> and so she fought it, and we fought it, and it was a really awful week.
1: Yeah, and I then, just... I gave up, because there was zero progress. I could tell that it wasn't getting better. Yeah. And so I just stopped, and I was like, you know what? We are going to try this again another time.
0: Right. And I think that's important. Again, that's like kind of goes back to your like overarching method in parenting. And we're not, not gonna push it, you know? Like we, we kind of let our kids dictate some of that. And so we, we waited and then we tried again. What was it?
1: Probably like five, know, maybe like four or five months Seven later. Several months later, yeah, tried, tried it again. again.
0: And then it was, you know, Chloe's idea that time or something. No,
1: actually, it was the third time. The second time still didn't work. Like she still would not do it. And I've so,
0: removed that one from my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Such a stubborn cast.
1: It was the third time, and I tried to really talk it up before. I like, talked to her about, like, wouldn't it be great to wear undies like cami, and you don't have to wear diapers anymore, and, and I just really talked about it, tried to like get her to think about it more, and hopefully get her to decide that this was a good idea, and finally, that third time, she decided that she would be potty trained, and then she was potty trained in, like, three days. Like, it mm-hmm. really was just, she just needed to make up her mind that she was going to do this.
0: Yeah. She knew how she just,
1: just didn't want to. <laughs>
0: didn't want to. And there's Nathan. <laughs> so this one we are trying, like, we didn't really ever push the three-day method with him. He's he's just, like, bouncing off the walls. He's not into it, you know? Like, he doesn't care about potty training. Um, so the let your child train yourself method just seems to make more sense with him. Mm-hmm. And I think it it's working more or less he will occasionally so he's still wearing diapers but he knows how to go to the potty and sometimes he'll be like oh I went to the bathroom in the potty and other times I mean probably 50% or more of the time he still goes in his diaper mm-hmm. but he knows how I would say it. it's not a clear trend of whether this is getting better or not <laughs> but I, I think you know eventually he's going to be decide like oh I can do this and this is better and, and he'll get it done
1: and part of the problem, too, with Nathan, and this might be a little TMI, but he has some um, bowel issues. Um, he's a little bit sensitive to milk. And so, all of his... His he,
0: bowel movements are loose. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, it, it's really, it's kind of hard to potty train because it's not something to easily clean up. Like, it's kind of a mess, you know? And so, <laughs> just putting underwear on him, like, I was, after, like, a day or two, I'm like, oh, I can't do this. <laughs> this is too gross. like... So, yes, we went back to diapers, and he had the stomach flu and was sick for a while, and so we just did a few weeks where I just didn't even try anymore, but he still would go to the bathroom sometimes on his own in the potty. And so that was, I think, one of the main reasons why we're just kind of like, we're just going to back off and let him do his own thing because there's been a lot of illness for him this Mm -hmm.
0: winter. So. Yep. And again, like, we're just trying to have that conversation whenever he has a – stinky diaper he doesn't like being changed and so he just hey if you did this in the toilet you wouldn't have to do this Mm -hmm. and i wouldn't have to do this (laughs) so we're trying to talk it up kind of like with chloe like make it exciting and help them see the benefits because he's old enough he's like three so he gets benefits and rewards and things like that so i think one of the advantages of waiting forever like we do is that you can have a more legitimate conversation about why we're doing this and they can see the benefits.
1: Mm-hmm. So we'll, uh, we're going to keep working on that one. And then there's Jack and we have no idea how that one's going
0: to go. <laughs> we do the 18 month method. Just hold him over the toilet for <laughs> no, a no, year. I'm
1: going to pass on that one.
0: So in short, there's, At least three really well-established methods. There's the three-day method. There's the let your child train yourself method or child-oriented method, which is like the start at 18 months and then just let them do it when they want to method.
1: Yeah. I think a kid just becomes a little more ready as they get older. Some kids just aren't ready when they're younger, and some are. So I think you just kind of have to read your kid you know, and know them and see if... See if they're ready. You can always try it. And then if they're not, just wait and try again later.
0: Yeah. And they're not failures and you're not failures, right? Like it's okay to just stop, put the potty away and try again later.
1: Yeah. you don't need to stress that your kid is not potty trained at 18 months. Like that's totally fine.
0: And I know some people have like daycare and stuff where they charge more if you're not potty trained. That's That's frustrating. But if you don't have that, or even if you do, you know, like you can beat yourself up and be frustrated that you're paying more, but your kid has to decide to do this. So, mm-hmm. so anyway, it's. I think my my experience has just been you can try and force them, but depending on your kid, you're not going to be able to force them. So, um, it's best to get a feel of where they're at, and it's definitely a team effort. Yes. You and your kid.
1: Yep, gotta be on the same page. Yep. So for our social media question that we will post on our Instagram account, P-I-R-L Podcast, is how do you potty train your kids? What has worked for you? What hasn't worked for you? Um, you can, you know, what are you worried about if you haven't potty trained kids? I know for me, I was really nervous about it before. I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't know how this is going to go. Luckily, Cammy was super easy, but not all kids are out <laughs> that way, so... Um, What are your fears? What are your strengths? What has been awesome? Let us know. We'd love to hear it.
0: Mm -hmm. And we'll include the link to that pull-ups quiz where you can go and see what personality your kid is. Even if you don't use it, I think it's just interesting to see like how personality factors in. Mm -hmm. So it's fun to look at. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at PIRL Podcast or tweet us at Alan T. Tanner
1: or at Alexis Tanner 1. You can also find me on my blog at learnaswego.org or email us at parentinginreallifepodcast at gmail.com.
0: To my knowledge, nobody has ever emailed us there, so give it a whirl. (laughs) Also, we're on Patreon. If you want to help us do what we're doing, um, you can go to www.patreon.com slash PIRL or you can find the link to that in our Instagram profile.
1: And don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And also give us a rating so that other people can find us too.
0: And as always, special thanks to our four kids for being kids.